This is another episode of Live Set Apart, a podcast inspiring you to embrace your unique gifts, be who God created you to be, and change the world in your unique way. I'm the host, Valerie Cote-Talia. Thank you so much for tuning in. I promise that this episode will change your life in a meaningful way. Let's connect beyond the audio. Follow me on Instagram at I Live Set Apart and Facebook and TikTok at Live Set Apart. And if you want to see these interviews unfold, subscribe to the Live Set Apart YouTube channel for uncut episodes and inspirational shorts. Let's live set apart and be who God created us to be. In this episode, I spoke to Dr. Charles Houston, pastor of counseling at our home church, Word of Faith Family Worship Cathedral in Austell, Georgia, and marriage and family therapist. Now, I have the privilege of being blessed by his gifts of encouragement and guidance at a very critical moment in my life, and I wanted to share his wisdom with you. I have intentionally published this episode ahead of the soon approaching National Singleness Awareness Day, aka Valentine's Day, to spread encouragement and wisdom to those putting God first when it comes to choosing a spouse. And married folks, you'll hear some helpful nuggets as well. The heart of the matter is this, pursue purpose in every area of your life. When you do that, everything else will fall into place. Hear how Dr. Houston flowed into his purpose and some of the wisdom that is the fruit of him doing so. Enjoy. Thank you, Dr. Charles Houston, for being a guest on Live Set Apart. I am so excited to have you here. I admire you so much. I value your gift so much. You have truly impacted my life. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. I really appreciate you too as well. Thank you for asking me. I'll never take it for granted when someone asks me to speak in any capacity. And so thank you for allowing me to be here with you this evening. (laughs) Yes. Well, on my podcast, we do a lot of talking about gifts and purpose. You know, the mission of this podcast is to encourage people, encourage us, encourage listeners to embrace their unique gifts and to be who God created them to be. And to walk in their purpose. So gifts and purpose, they go hand in hand. And I like for people to make that connection between their gifts and their purpose and to see how they go hand in hand. Tell me about your (laughs) gifts and how they directly support your purpose and where you find yourself operating today. So when you ask me about my gifts, the three things that immediately come to my mind are, um, encouragement um, as one. Um, I am a, I I call myself a master encourager um, (laughs) because I am, that that is part of uh, how I live my life with all my relationships, uh, personal, professional, clinical, and and, in a ministry um, from a ministry standpoint. So I'm I'm an encourager to my heart. So so the gift of exhortation and encouragement is huge. Um, Empathy is another area um, that I operate in which is very helpful, not only as a pastor, but also as an associate marriage family therapist. Empathy is critical to building uh, what we call the um, therapeutic uh, alliance or relationship, Mm -hmm. which is the relationship between the counselor and the client. And then thirdly is teaching. Um, I I am big on teaching just basically what, what I learn biblically, as well as clinically, as well as just life principles. Mm -hmm. So I would say um, the encouragement, the empathy and the teaching, because I believe that a big purpose or a part of my purpose is to to lift up people and to get them to, um, which is a big part of your show, um, (laughs) to connect to their purpose, Yes, um, to be a connector 
in that way and to always uh, keep people's hopes and spirits up. You know, I, I don't even want to, we don't even have time to talk about this, but you know, there's a <laughs> lot of hopelessness in our world right now for a lot of reasons. But, but those are the three main gifts that I think I, I do have. Yeah, we're spirit twins almost in, in a sense because mm-hmm. my top three gifts are mm-hmm. spiritual gifts, yeah. are teaching, mm-hmm. encouraging, and mm-hmm. serving. Wonderful. So yes, we're yes. like almost yep. twins. Almost. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. That is true. So could you talk a little bit about what you do for a living, mm-hmm. for your ministry, yep. and how your gifts are related to that? So the two main things that I do, I am, I have two jobs and, and I always joke with people. Um, I'm, I'm a very blessed man because a lot of people either don't have a job or they have a job that they don't like or care for. Uh, I'm blessed. Come on now. I, I'm blessed <laughs> because I have two jobs that I love. Um, my first and my main job is I am the pastor of counseling at Word of Faith Family Worship Cathedral, yes. where Bishop Dale C. Bronner yes. is our, our, our pastor, senior senior pastor, founder, mm-hmm. spiritual father. And secondly, I am also, um, I'm a graduate of Richmond Graduate University, uh, and I am an associate marriage and family therapist working towards full licensure. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I'm right now I'm in my office, uh, my private practice office out in Hiram. And so... Being able to do both of those things is is truly a blessing in my life. Back in really quickly, 2013, we we, uh, connected to Richmond Graduate University and developed uh, what they call Hope Counseling Centers. We have Mm -hmm. a Hope Counseling Center. And back then, uh, God let me know that I would be or I needed to look to to go back to school to get a graduate degree. So Mm -hmm. from 2016 to 2020, I was in grad school. And one of the reasons that he showed me that he wanted me to do that is because everybody does not honor, you know, being a pastor or, or the knowledge base that, that people, that spiritual leaders have. Mm-hmm. But, but when you accumulate clinical evidence-based knowledge, mm-hmm. um, that, that you can cover both sides of the coin, people yes. who are spiritually connected, uh, and also uh, people who may not know, know Jesus, mm-hmm. um, who, who listen to facts and, and listen to, to clinically based evidence. Yes. So I want to know if, well, first of all, it's great that you are doing <laughs> things that you love, two mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. That, that you love. <laughs> I will get there one day. <laughs> I, I think you're doing you. part of what you love right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm talking mm-hmm. about that full time. But mm-hmm. I want to know if because I see where you are now and you're thriving. Mm-hmm. And I met you in the capacity mm-hmm. of you as a counselor right. years ago mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. premarital counseling. Yes. That mm-hmm. saved my life. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but um, so I've been a witness of your gift in action. I want to know now, now that it's 2022, mm-hmm. when you went, uh-huh. you got your grad degree. What was your journey to discovering and just confidently, you know, walking in your purpose, even being confident enough to go get your grad degree, like you just explained, to be able to reach, you know, both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your journey to discovering your purpose like? Was it was it something easy? Did you have a struggle? <laughs> or were you just like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. This is what mm-hmm. I'm here for. Personally, I can immediately say no, it was not easy <laughs> all the way at all the time. Um, I have struggled with, so I, I'll, I'll say this, um, most people fall on one 
one or the other side of the coin in terms of how they see themselves. Mm -hmm. Some people have what I call a superiority complex. Mm -hmm. They think they all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and their confidence level is beyond regular. It's, it's arrogant, mm -hmm. um, which, which is unhealthy. Um, then other people have an inferiority complex. And I have always leaned towards the latter. Um, and so have had to, um, as the Bible says, encourage myself in the mm -hmm. Lord and um, and have received encouragement from other people. You know, the mm -hmm. encourager needs encouragement, yes. which I, I know, you know, yes. personally. <laughs> and so um, so my journey wasn't easy, but I find the more that I, I sit with God and, and I really, really attempt to listen to him mm -hmm. and pay attention to what's going on around me and in, in my life, um, that that purpose walk is not as difficult. Mm. And so um, spending time with him and, and trusting him in the process, um, trying to do what I know to do and, and, um, and just having a, a discerning spirit about um, what, what's, what's good, what's not so good. And, and then being, again, being encouraged by, by people around me. Um, grad school was something that I was encouraged to do. Uh, when I, when I as, as an example, our bishop, who is in addition to being my spiritual father, has been a huge encouragement in my life in a lot of ways and to my family. Mm -hmm. You know, when I asked him about grad school and we had a conversation, he was nothing but uh, encouraging. And he looked at me like he knew I could do it. You know, when I was questioning, you know, will I be able to do this thing? And he, he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so just, you know, that kind of support is, is another piece that has helped me to pursue purpose in, in the good times. <laughs> yes. So I wonder if the young Charles mm -hmm. Houston mm -hmm. ever saw himself doing what he's doing today. Mm, that's an amazing question. Um, honestly, not necessarily. No, not, not exactly. Um, and, 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 and we have to define what young is. So, right. <laughs> um, I mean, my earliest memories, I remember back in, I'm, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. And I remember a good friend of mine that I had growing up. Uh, his name was Joseph when I was a young, like, you know, adolescent. Uh, we talked about things like being a, a firefighter and a scientist. <laughs> that that was the kind of thing that <laughs> we talked about at that age. I, I think once I came into being a teenager, it, it was like a it was blank. I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. So I didn't I didn't really have a a, a clear direction. Um, once I gave my life to the Lord as a teenager, I, I knew I was going to be involved with ministry in mm -hmm. some capacity. Uh, I never necessarily saw myself as a pastor or or a deacon in the church or anything, it, it didn't become more uh, defined for me uh, until I actually moved from New York down here to Atlanta uh, in 1993. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, my wife and I, who my wife was my college sweetheart, we got married here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then things started to form um, and take, take shape for me a little more. All right. Because that's around, that's around the time that you had your aha moment as mm -hmm. Oprah and Dr. Phil would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what happened? What was your aha moment? How did, and how did um, you respond to it? It, it was, it, it, it began uh, at, at my prior church. Um, my wife and I were members at uh, St. Peter Missionary Baptist Church at the time and, and getting involved in serving in ministry <laughs> um, kind, kind of helped point me in the direction um, that God intended for me to go into. 
uh, the whole time in, in terms of ministering and, and serving people. And that, that was the beginning phases because um, I was a deacon. I became a deacon at, at St. Peter and my wife and I uh, came to Word of Faith in 1997. And so, you know, in serving there, um, being a young, young married man and then being made a deacon, um, things started to come together for me. So it was kind of a, it was a flow. It, it wasn't something that I was forcing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a flow. Those, those are two words right there. <laughs> um, I, I, I never felt the need to force uh, my purpose. Um, it, it just became a flow. And, and I always try to do what, what is right, or at least what I, what I believe to be right. And God, mm-hmm. God corrects me <laughs> along the way. <laughs> I like that you just mentioned force, forcing Mm -hmm. your purpose and then flowing, force Mm -hmm. and flow. Mm -hmm. What would you say to people who are right now who may just not be operating where they would want Mm -hmm. to be in -hmm. in its full capacity, who Mm -hmm. are trying to force Mm -hmm. things to happen, who Mm -hmm. can't just chill and relax in the flow? Mm -hmm. What would you say Mm -hmm. to that person? Um. First thing I would say is to calm down. <laughs> um, and, and that that's from a, a again a spiritual and and a um, therapeutic standpoint. We have to relax um, and and breathe and 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 just even in addition to getting with God in prayer, get getting some mentorship around mm-hmm. us, um, getting some practical knowledge and wisdom, being around people who can see not only the, the negative, but the best in us mm-hmm. and, and have the right people speaking into our lives, people that don't want to take from us, but, but they can see what we could be and they want to help us get there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who, who, who you're around is, is huge, um, who you spend time with. Um, and I'd also say doing more research, um, mm-hmm. take, taking um, analyses like um, strengths, personalities, mm-hmm. and um, strength, personality tests and things of that nature to, to figure out, you know, what, what am I gifted in? Because again, going back to what you mentioned, gifts, mm-hmm. gifts always connect us to purpose. Yes. Um, God gives us or equips us with what we need so we can eventually do what he needs us to do. Yes. Thank you for that. I think, um, well, I can speak for myself <laughs> and I'm sure other people as well. It's the, it's the waiting, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. patience, having patience mm. and just being able to relax mm. and, and just flow. Mm. That's, that's where mm. I struggle. Just patience mm-hmm. because I'm so future minded. Like I'm always mm-hmm. thinking about the future. I have to mm-hmm. make myself, I have to make myself mm-hmm. chill. Mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. be in mm-hmm. the moment mm-hmm. and just flow mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, one mm-hmm. of my one of my previous guests, he mentioned that you can't quit your purpose. I loved when mm-hmm. he said it. He also went on to say that you may get mm-hmm. sidetracked, you might mm-hmm. be set back, mm-hmm. um, or anything else, but you just mm-hmm. can't quit it. I've been sidetracked mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. How do you stay mm-hmm. focused? Um, I stay focused because I, I realize that, how can I say this? I'm a huge person of peace, meaning mm-hmm. I, I, I need <laughs> my peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're sidetracked, your, your peace leaves you, anxiety slips in, and, and it makes everything delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a huge time person, but at the same time, um, I was just sitting here writing down some things while you were talking, that patience is necessary. Uh, to reach purpose. And so I remember that patience 
comes when we focus on the process. Mm. We get into anxiety, uh, Val, when we have what Bishop calls destination disease. Mm -hmm. So in other words, we're so focused on the achievement or the end goal Mm -hmm. um, that we forget about the process. And the truth of the matter is growth doesn't take place at the end goal, but it takes place during the process. Mm -hmm. And that requires patience. So what you become doesn't happen when you get to the finish line. Mm -hmm. It happens in between inception and, and getting to the finish line. Yes, yes. And I thank God for growth. I'm working. I'm, I'm trying to let patients have her perfect work. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's a requirement. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I was most impacted by the blessing of your gift during a premarital counseling course years ago. And in honor of the quickly approaching Singleness Awareness Day, AKA Valentine's Day. <laughs> I want to discuss some of the matters that are on the singles hearts. So I have some questions from them and I'd like to pick your brain since you are the, the expert. You know, I don't know about all people that. Will, people will heed your advice before mine because you have a degree <laughs> and a relationship. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you some mm-hmm. of those questions. Sure. So I want people to live set apart. I want people to embrace who they are and be who God created them to be and use their unique gifts to change the world in their unique way. And I know that being in right relationships mm-hmm. has the power to make or break that. That's I great. mean, everything that we do, every person we give access to our mm-hmm. lives should mm-hmm. be tied to purpose, especially mm-hmm when choosing your spouse. So I'd like you to share how vital it is to consider purpose when you are considering a spouse. And it, it, is, it is phenomenally important <laughs> to consider purpose. And, and, and I'll, I'll explain that this way. Most of us human beings don't seek purpose, but we seek something different. And, and the different um, that we're seeking is is happiness a lot of times. Mm. Um, and this is, we don't have enough time to talk about this tonight, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I'm very against the concept of happiness, the way that we define it. Mm-hmm. Because people seeking happiness are seeking things to, to, to make them happy. And happiness really comes from within. Mm-hmm. Happiness comes from what your, um, your show is about, purpose but we don't make the connection with purpose. So going back to your question, we need to be seeking people in our lives, whether romantically speaking, professionally Mm -hmm. speaking, or in any other capacity who can add to our purpose and whose purpose we can align with Mm -hmm. and help them with their purpose, especially when it comes to a romantic relationship and eventually a marriage. Mm -hmm. And so we have to change what we're looking for and how we're looking for it. Right. And it's important that we know ourselves, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. that we have Mm -hmm. an idea of of what our purpose is so that Mm -hmm. we can connect, Mm -hmm. you know, with the right Mm -hmm. person. Well, we could go a lot of different. It's a lot of meat there. It's a lot. That's right. (laughs) There is a lot. So we need to know ourselves. We we need to know our purpose if we want to connect. You know, with someone who can Mm -hmm. who whose purpose is aligned 
So what can we be doing now? What should we be doing now to prepare ourselves? I say God ordained mate mm-hmm. because that's where mm-hmm. I am spiritually mm-hmm. and mentally. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for, a God ordained mate. I know that everyone is not doing that. Everyone doesn't have that as a focus. But for those of us who are, mm-hmm. <laughs> what should we do now mm-hmm. to prepare ourselves mm-hmm. for our God ordained mate? Not just the person mm-hmm. we saw driving past us in a nice mm-hmm. car who mm-hmm. looks good but mm-hmm. the god ordained mate mm-hmm. what, what we need to do is what you were just kind of speaking about we need to become who god asked us to become because again it's about process usually you find that god ordained mate when you're in the midst of pursuing purpose mm-hmm. <laughs> really quick story about how my wife and I came together. Um, Again, we're both from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, We met at Syracuse University. Freshman year was 1986. And we started dating in 1988. But the way that God helped me understand that she was supposed to be my wife, um, number one, I was pursuing purpose. I, I didn't go to college to, to get a <laughs> wife or a girlfriend. I, I went to get a degree. Mm-hmm. So I already positioned myself where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I didn't know when I was going to college that God would also give me a wife. That's, that's another joke <laughs> that, that, that I, I often tell people. Um, I got two, two valuable things from college. I got a degree <laughs> and I got a wife. <laughs> but because I was pursuing purpose, God bumped me into my wife. He helped me recognize that she was to be my wife. Um, and it wasn't right away. We were friends at first. And over time, you know, I, I was looking to have um, a, a personal romantic relationship, um, but certain things were not working. Mm-hmm. And the person I had been dating prior to college broke up with me. And, you know, all of those things really were God ordained, even though I didn't know it at the time. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of times God will do some things that we don't want because we don't know that he has a plan to get us to what we need. And so, you know, while, again, while I was pursuing a degree in higher education um, and and trying to develop myself Mm -hmm. for him um, (laughs) and and for my purpose, he connected me to my wife. Mm -hmm. And so for the third time, we we need to be seeking to be what God needs us to be Mm -hmm. and not what we want that we think will make us happy. Yes. So what do you say to the people? Because mm-hmm. there are people mm-hmm. who <laughs> always people. <laughs> yes, yes. The people who look at a single person and say, mm-hmm. You're not where you where you're not. This is mm-hmm. remove God from the equation. Got it. But they just say that you're not where you need to be to have mm-hmm. a spouse, or you're okay. not ready. <laughs> Or you still need some work done. What do you say to those people, especially when other people can see others who who aren't ready, but they are married? So I, I don't know if you follow me, but I, I got you 100 percent. I'm tracking really well right now. First thing I'm going to say is, is what's critical to what you just said is taking God out of the equation. Mm-hmm. You always check your source when it comes to what, what you listen to. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you can only listen to Christian people. Right. You can find wisdom in, in, mm-hmm. in an atheist yes. um, if you know how to listen. But my point is, if, if people don't know God, then they'll, they'll give you what may be good advice, but it may not be God advice. Bishop has told us this many times in the past. There's only three opinions that matter. God's opinion of you, 
your opinion of God and your opinion of yourself. And so we have to keep in mind that everybody is heavy on opinions, <laughs> but when <laughs> yes. they don't have any stake in your life, that you can't follow everything that everybody says. Even even some Christian folks, you can't you can't follow. <laughs> I need you to hear what I'm saying to you. Just yes. because somebody says they know Jesus or they, they're in ministry or they have a title, that doesn't mean that they, they have wisdom or right. discernment. Right. Um, only you and God really know what, what his intent for your life is, if, if we're paying attention and pursuing that knowledge. Yes, only you and God know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've experienced being outside of the will of God in a decision mm-hmm. that I had made in my own mind. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, the one thing that let me know that I'm outside of the will of God and I need to get my life was that there was an absence of peace. Mm. And I use that. That's an indicator to me for everything, you know, that I'm doing that Mm -hmm. that's outside of the will. When I don't have Mm -hmm. any peace, then Mm -hmm. I know I need to straighten Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. And so what would you say is, if not peace, or if you have another, if you've experienced something else, what is a key indicator Mm-hmm. that a person is not making a God-ordained choice in a spouse? Well, it, it, it first of all, let me say that what you just said is exactly the heart of <laughs> what, you, what you use <laughs> is, is, your, is your peace level. There's a difference, and, and we have to, again, a definition, we have to understand that peace isn't, doesn't come just because you, you don't hear God telling you no. Mm. or, or you, you, don't get a, you don't get a bad feeling in your flesh about somebody. Um, you, 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 have to, <laughs> you have to allow some time to mm. go by and, and see how, how you, and, and I don't even want to use the word feel, but how, how you uh, connect with somebody. Um, because you, you can tell if, if it's something that, again, let me go back to the word flow. If, mm-hmm. if this relationship flows, Mm-hmm. Or if I'm forcing and trying to make it into something that it's not, mm-hmm. that's when there's an absence of peace. When you have to work harder for the relationship mm-hmm. than you <laughs> should, then that that's that's you doing it. That's me doing it. <laughs> um, and, and and so uh, I, I definitely uh, utilize peace um, and and then a, then a confidence, um, a confidence that something is 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 correct based on how it lines up with my purpose, with the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can determine that in relationship based on a person's character. Yes. You know, that, 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 that is, that is a, a key component <laughs> Val, that most people don't look at. Um, but character and mm. peace are two things that you don't realize how much you need it until mm. you don't have it anymore. Whew. Lord, that's the truth. <laughs> that is the truth. Character and peace. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, here's a quote for you. You still have a choice, even though you are chosen. When you hear that, what are your thoughts on that well, statement? So this comes from, you know how in the word we read that he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Good thing. So men mm-hmm. are pursuing mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. finding a wife mm-hmm. yep. so let's say mm-hmm. you've been pursued you've been found you've got been it. chosen got it you've been chosen okay but even though you've been chosen sister you still right, have right. a choice there are situations where you know mm-hmm. sometimes people okay he chose me yes I say yes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's where this is coming from you okay. still have a choice even though you are yeah. chosen Agree, agreed 100%. When you, when you say that that way, yeah, you always have a choice. 
and and let me let me say this, especially for all, all my sisters who are going to hear this, <laughs> you know, God never takes our choice away. So what I tell people in premarital counseling and marriage counseling mm-hmm. is if God doesn't take away your choice, don't let your spouse or anybody else take your choice mm. away. Me being married does not mean that I own my wife. You understand what I'm saying? My wife is a gift to me. Um, she, she's a human being like I am. Um, and, and something <laughs> that, that I know you heard me talk about in premarital counseling <laughs> is you can't make anybody do anything. As soon as you start trying to make someone do something, you just moved out of the realm of God. You just got out of his presence uh, and in the flesh. If he doesn't force us to do, he gave us a will. Sometimes we make good decisions. Sometimes we make bad decisions. But if he does not go against our will, you don't let any other person do that either. That's important to understand. It is. Okay, well, we are running out of time, but I want to leave the singles encouraged, especially ahead of their their day that's coming up. I was single once. I was single. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So before we go, could you share any encouraging Mm -hmm. words for our single listeners, the guys Mm -hmm. and the gals Mm -hmm. um, who Mm -hmm. are trusting the Lord to Mm -hmm. honor their sacrifice Mm -hmm. and their Mm -hmm. decision to do things Mm -hmm. God's way? Mm-hmm. who may be getting a little mm-hmm. weary and well-doing, <laughs> <laughs> but just some, mm-hmm. some words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. What, what I would say is we need to understand that, again, the premise of, of your, your, your show is so amazing. When you pursue purpose uh, and, and operate in the peace of God, it keeps you from being desperate. It keeps you from being fearful. It keeps you from all of the things that'll, that'll, that'll have you make a negative or a bad choice. Um, it's hard to say this without sounding cliche, but we have to trust the Lord that whatever he decides for us is best for us. Yeah. I, I have to give you this quote that I, I never forgot from a, a marriage conference. My wife and I went to, um, this is one thing that the pastor said, the guest pastor that was teaching, he said, in relationships, the only thing worse than being single and wishing you were married is being married and wishing you were single. Oh, yes. We never forgot that. My mm. wife and I, she, she can quote that to you right now. I, I never <laughs> forgot that. And, and so I say that to, to my singles fairly frequently. Stop rushing to be married. You, you want to be in covenant with the right person because being married just to be married is 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 it, it can become torture mm. uh and and it can become a horror as opposed to the blessing god wants for you to be with the person he wants for you mm. to be with yes yes so mm-hmm. be encouraged be mm-hmm. encouraged mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and and I'll, let me add this it's never too late even if if you're 25 35 <laughs> 45 50 <laughs> it's never too late for God to connect you to the person he wants you to be with. Yes. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Well, mm-hmm. I enjoyed talking to you mm-hmm. and I thank you again for sharing mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> I know that listeners appreciate them as well. Thank you so much. Uh, again, you keep doing what you're doing. Um, I, I see you stepping out on faith and, and, and <laughs> doing this and other things. And like I told you off camera, I'm very proud of you. So you continue to pursue your purpose and and share the testimony as God continues to bless you. Thank you. 
If you've enjoyed this episode of Live Set Apart, help us spread the word by rating and reviewing the podcast. That way we can keep making great episodes for you to listen to. And it helps other people find us too. If you've got a question for me or my guests or a topic you'd like to hear covered, email me at Valerie at Live sets apart.com and follow on instagram at i live set apart for regular inspiration thank you for tuning in until next time live set apart be who god created you to be